when my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. Hey guys, it's Monday. It's a Too Much Dip podcast. I'm David. I'm going to host today as I drink this wonderful washed media tap water. It's a new low for your boy here. Are you really? Yeah, I was desperate. Does it still stink? It doesn't smell, but it tastes tastes like rust. It used to be stinky tap water here at washed media headquarters. Yeah, the sulfur has ceased um, from what I can tell. However... It still tastes like something's off. That's why I switched to my 46-ounce Yeti. I bring the water from home now. That's smart. Not to brag. I've always been more of a 40-ounces-to-freedom guy. It's a, it's a topical reference to all of my uh, Sublime fans out there. Hey, Dylan Shivery's here, drinking water. Hello. Very happy to be here. Very hydrated. Uh, looking forward to uh, today's show. Lots to discuss, man. Happy mostly about the, the weekend Oh, you are? Okay. Well, I don't know. Sorry, Dave. That's okay. I just, I figured yesterday would have, would have balanced it out to where you're just kind of indifferent. Well, yeah, it's, it sucks. Uh, The team I care about more um, is having a a season so far. It's very early, but. uh, Well, when your team wins the big game, it's good. It's true. Yeah. Here's a guy whose team won the big game over, who did y'all play? Was it Purdue? Does Purdue? I didn't realize Purdue <laughs> still has a team. Oh, it's not fair. Hey, here's KJ live from Madison, Wisconsin. You are absolutely correct. That is the one and only team that I will recognize or appreciate today, aside from my fandom for the uh, Dallas Stars. 7 seven zero start to the preseason. How about it? Wow, I thought Dylan was the only one following preseason hockey, but I was wrong. I think his pick where he was following like exhibition pre preseason. Yeah, I, I don't. I saw a tweet. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. I didn't know the season started, and then Brett was like, "No, it hadn't. That's actually uh, what you're watching or paying attention to doesn't matter at all." So that's okay. Exhibition hey, exhibition pre has got to be so embarrassing. Stanley Cup uh, champs. That's true. Sure, can't take that away from you. Mm-mm. Um, anybody have any fun notes from the weekend they want to get into? I feel like. Uh, Dylan and Dylan and uh, myself, we didn't really do a whole lot. Dylan was dealing with some pup issues. Mm-hmm. KJ, mm. you got anything Hate cool? Hate to hear that. Anything fun? Uh, Randy and I were in the same town for about 20 minutes. We did not link and build, uh, confirmed moments ago. Uh, other than that, chill sitch up here. It is, I'm happy to report, absolutely spectacular and 71 degrees maybe 72 uh, here in Madison, Wisconsin. Fall is truly upon us, as you can see with the seasonal flannel here. With the flannel. Enjoy that. You look very handsome, KJ. Shoulders are looking big, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. The traps are looking Um, serious. Before I just like full out gloat with the weather, I do want to make sure we're all clear. I know there was some big weather down that way. Uh, yeah, we had a nobody. Nobody had any damage, right? I, I see. I mean, somebody posted both videos of hail damage. I was up around uh, up around Round Rock Way. Mm-hmm. Okay, just north of Austin. For those who don't know the area very well, into the Flugs, Pflugerville. Uh huh. 
Do you say punk. Mainer or Manor? Mainer. I've been a Mainer guy too. And the guy, the weather guy, said yeah. Manor. Well, he's wrong. And I was like, that's so embarrassing. He's like, probably a California transplant. Probably fucking Idiot. piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was a big ass <laughs> hailstorm. Fucked up a lot of shit. Fucked up some shit, but it brought in some dope thunder, which I was very happy about. The lightning show. It was from from my vantage point. It didn't look like a major cloud to ground lightning event, which is great. Safe, keep the people you know protected. But the cloud to cloud lightning okay. was some of the best I've seen. I was out there just Visually I was stunning. handing my hips, guy, just watching it from afar because it was about it's probably about eight miles northeast of us. So I was just watching it. We got zero rain from it down uh, around South Austin way. But <laughs> what was that funny? Just uh, location way is it's, it's just a thing I say. Yeah, it's cute, man. Yeah, we'll get to Craig Way here in a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, I like shout it. out Craig Way. It's a decent thing that I just did there. Hey, we did a live stream on Thursday. We do one every other week doing for during football season. So no live stream this week, but the week after next, we'll be back. With a special guest. We did Pete. I guess that's actually just next week. Uh, we had Pete Blackburn. We've had W.R. Bowen, the noted New York Times bestselling author. Pete was great, man. Enjoyed it. He's a pro. He's a pro's pro. He's a guy that makes me nervous to podcast because he's very um, he's very polished. It's like having Barrett on. You know, Barrett's very polished with how they um, broadcast. I'm not like that. I'm crazy. Polished and just a good voice. Yeah. Strong Media voice. He's got a sleeve. He's a, he's a handsome fella. Edgy. Edgy. Hot. Yeah. Damn. Anything else, KJ? How would you describe Pete? Th- All around, just great dude. I'll say that. Uh, I felt terrible that we spent half the uh, podcast fawning over his pod partner. So I think it is appropriate that we spend this time dedicated solely to Pete, as we are equally enamored by brunch host, co-host DJ Bean as well. It's a great pod. Big show Good. today. Big show. Rumor has it we're going to talk some baseball. Hmm. People are saying we wouldn't do it. People are like, wow, really convenient for you guys to get back into baseball um, after what the, what's been going on the last two weeks. But we'll get to that. We're fair weather podcasters. Before we do, that's fair. Um, huh. Before we get to that, um, can we give a big shout out to our good friends at AG1? Yes. The daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health I don't know about you guys, but I drink it literally every day. I, it's the first thing I did this morning is drink my AG1. It's the best way to start my day. It gets me going. What made you give it a try? Ooh, probably uh, all the vitamins and minerals, not having to take uh, pills every morning. It just jump starts me and gives me energy. Just makes me feel good. I do it on an empty stomach, mix it with some cold water, and um, feel like I'm ready to rock. Sometimes I'll do it uh, before a workout. Just to, oh. just to do it. I like to party like that. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. It makes me feel like, hey, man, you're just you're doing something good for your body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a great way to start the day, right? I, I would have to agree, David. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in a in water once a day. AG1 helps you build your health. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to link and build my health, that is. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. 
Go to drinkag1.com slash bang. That's drinkag1.com slash bang. Check it out. Cannot recommend that enough. To college football. As I add what this a weekend. Stamp. What a weekend. Um, who won the weekend? Was it Dan Lanning? I, you, I, I feel like yes. Are we mad at Dan Lanning? No. I saw some people online that were mad at Dan. I think a lot of people, myself included, just realized what level of uh, college football coach he was. We knew he was good, but didn't know he had the um, uh, kind of low-key psycho vibe when talking to the team, which I think you need. It's a great attribute to have if you're going to coach uh, coach the boys up. But, uh, wow. Quick, quick question. How often are those speeches leaked to the public like that? We don't get we don't get shots like that too often, do we? Sometimes we do. We have the the famous. Uh, I guess this was after the game, the Joey McGuire speech after after beating Texas. I guess I think that was. But I thought you were going to say Augie Garrido. Oh, that well, that's an all timer. <laughs> R.I.P. Augie. Just just an all time dressing down of the fellas. That, Good pull. If you, if you don't know that one, you got just hop on YouTube, type in Augie Garrido speech, and it'll be right there. Classic. Yeah, I think he. That had to have been um, one that they knew that they were going to release, right? Like, if this goes our way, which they were seemed like they were very confident it would, it's like you put that out there and it kind of but elevates you. Do you want, as a coach, do you want that to be leaked? I'm not sure I do. Do you think they were? Uh, do you think that kind of goes against what he was saying? Playing for wins versus playing for clicks, because somebody's looking for some clicks there. KJ had an exaggerated head nod there, so he thinks you do want that leak. Tell us why. Yeah, I think it's all it's all recruiting. I don't know. If you take the cynical view of like anything you see on TV and where it's like, oh, whatever, it's just another ad. I feel like anything that coaches and or universities, uh, what do you call them? Sports inf- information directors, mm-hmm. basically PR management for college football teams, anything that they a- approve, because that speech was like on ESPN during the game. So clearly cameras in the locker room may have been ESPN's cameras filming it. They gave the thumbs up for it to be shown. Anything at that level, like absolutely completely contrasted with like, uh, and this is not absolutely not a UT shot. It's just what comes to mind. Like with the uh, players recording the bus yelling or whatever, a couple years back, that whole tirade, I don't know if that was Herman or whoever it was, the or the other position coaches yelling at the players on the bus for Texas. Like that, I would call like a leak that you know they didn't want to get out. This, they're like, yeah, post this. Absolutely. Okay. You got to wonder if there's one that didn't go public from like Dion hyping up the boys in the locker room. Or maybe they played it like pre-kickoff. <laughs> But you're not going to do a coach wrong showing them like the hype speech before they're down 49 nothing at halftime or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Colorado got uh, got run. It says here something else in the rundown. Can you read what that says? Oregon Bufus, Colorado is what it says. Bufus spelled B-U-F-F, like Buffalo. Oh, bu- buff. Okay, well done. We're doing Buffu. <laughs> I'm assuming KJ put that in there. No, I no. would have read it Buffus. <laughs> like I was or, way off. What is Buffusing? <laughs> that's that's not a thing. <laughs> um, had had somebody over. Yeah, I like the. Um, she went on Buffus. I like the tweets about. I think people forgot that Bo Nix was good, 
And a lot of people were like, okay. wait, this guy had like a, a, a full career, failed career in the SEC, and now he's like <laughs> he's a top five Heisman candidate. He's been around for a long time. He really has. I'm happy for him. I'm the guy who famously, I think before last season, was like, oh, we're going to run – he'll be gone. He won't be the starting quarterback in week four. <laughs> and it uh, turns out, much like on my picks this week, I was fucking wrong. Yeah. Uh, what was the quarterback – who replaced him? He's no longer Auburn's starting quarterback. It's not TJ Finley. That was he was at LSU. But I feel like it was one of those situations where uh oh yeah, he was at Auburn and then LSU. Am I completely wrong? Uh I don't know if TJ yeah. Finley was LSU, was he? Yes, yes. He was Auburn, LSU, and uh Texas State. We'll get to TJ uh, Shouts to uh the pandemic uh year. So like I don't think Bo Nix getting run out of Auburn by TJ Finley can be looked at as like he failed out of Auburn in hindsight, but having not seen much of Oregon this year, the line was what 21 going into this and it was what 21, nothing at first quarter. <laughs> and there were no signs of that changing. It just felt bad. It was not entertaining. And I'm glad that the crowd stuck around to like make sure it didn't change. So Dion had a post-game presser where he was asked about the video. And I didn't hate his response, but I wish he would have changed one word. I, I've mentioned, you know, the last few weeks that so much of this has been made just about him and, mm -hmm. and less or so the team. He said, uh, you'll better get me while you can, implying, of course, that the team's only going to get better, right? And he said that this is the worst we're going to be. I wish he would have said us, like, Get us while we while you can. Like it's 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 Coach Prime and then his yeah his team's there too and they're you know much better than last year and they're getting all this publicity but I don't know I don't like I don't like a coach to say that I guess and that's oh. a very minor critique. But. I get it. It's kind of like the reason why people have turned on Dabo. Um, yeah. Over the last few years, just because he seems very very much like self serving and yeah. thinks he's bigger than the team, bigger than the school type. But I, I'm I'm not I'm not putting Prime in that category yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I completely understand that. Uh, yeah, that's got to be a really fun situation if you are Oregon. You know, you're an Oregon, even just like a fan, but obviously like a player, and you know you're a really good team. And a team like that comes in with like all the hype, and it's like, okay, you have a chance to like do something and like completely shut down the hype train. Not just the hype train because they're good, but just because ESPN, as many of our friends, friend of the show, uh, Jake Kemp has noted, ESPN's like entire business model now is Colorado uh, being good. And it's, it is really funny to see them uh, stop that. But yeah, it, it was it, when the third quarter rolled around, it was like, damn, this kind of sucks. I wish, <laughs> I wish Colorado would do something. <laughs> I mean, they got, they put up it's, six, but. It felt like UFC. Like it felt like the, and, and it would be stupid to like compare it to like the Adesanya fight. Cause Adesanya was like unquestionably the champ just getting dressed down. But like, it felt like you had been hyped up to believe in a fighter who was absolutely not going to stand a chance. And you'd been given the reasons as to why not the odds told you otherwise, but all of the hype kept telling you, no, show up. You're going to see a show, show up, believe, don't believe the doubters. And they lost the popular vote. Okay. I don't know if you're trying to do a, was that a hanging, no, hanging Chad ref? I'm not. I'm just being stupid. Um, <laughs> Al Gore. Yeah, it, it ruined the, it ruined the, you know, I don't know. 
if the hype ruined the experience. Like let's say the hype was dialed down and this was just another ass whooping, but you were kind of interested in following Dion's team. I feel like you probably would have watched it longer, like looking for signs of positivity. We're all familiar with watching our team lose a game, whatever team that may be. And you'll like hang around, like looking for something to believe in. I think that hype kind of made me real quick to jump off, off board with this. Yeah. That was pretty much me watching Baylor, Texas, uh, which yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Um, the game went about as I, as I thought it would, honestly, I think everybody thought that Texas has a good defense Baylor's offense. They have a, a backup quarterback playing who's playing through a hurt ankle and even, even with, at their best, if they had shaping in there, if he in fact is the best option there, it's not a good offense. Um, the hot name, uh, what's my guy? What's the OC's name from BYU that's now uh, Grimes? Um, his son actually famously recovered two uh, special teams fumbles on Saturday. Oh, but yes. He's, I don't think anyone is very confident in his ability to call a game. And Texas just, Texas shut him down. Texas didn't look great in the first, but then they imposed their will. Um, and they did enough. And, and I got to say, credit to uh, Sark for not absolutely running it up. I think him and Aranda are boys, so I think there might have been an agreement there. Like, hey, man, I'm not going to absolutely embarrass y'all. Because it could have been much Same worse. to Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. most impressed with the Texas defense. We don't spend too much time talking about Texas. But uh, no touchdowns given up uh, in, you know, in spite of two, like you said, there are two muff punts uh, pretty deep in in uh, Texas territory and still no no touchdowns allowed. Defense looks – it's a championship defense. Uh, I – would not have thought that I think that the Texas defense would be better than the offense at this point in the year, but I absolutely do believe that right now. Oh, just a good, well-rounded win, I think. It minus, is pretty weird to see that. Minus the special teams blunders there. Uh, just a, a good overall win. Yeah, that's great. I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy. I was going to say, I don't know how much of Oklahoma-Cincinnati that you caught. I didn't catch much. It was kind of a weird game because Cincinnati both looked competent and incapable of producing any points because I think Oklahoma's defense is legitimate. My question, Texas has Kansas, who's undefeated, and Oklahoma back-to-back. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the rivalry and tradition of the OU game is going to take center stage. There is also history with Kansas and Texas. Which are you more concerned about as a fan of UT right now? OU. Yeah. Um just because OU, I don't know what to make of OU yet. And that's part of me is like excited about the, like, they might not be as good as they seem, but they also might be good. I, they haven't played. I, I've said, I said this last week and no offense to your SMU Mustangs, but I don't know how good OU is yet. Um, They might be really good, but I don't think they're, I think they're just good. I think they're probably going to lose two or three games uh, throughout the rest of the season. Um, I still think Texas is is looking okay against OU. I, th I think it's going to be a close game. Um, the fact that we get Kansas and Austin is big, I think. Uh, but, man, Jalen Daniels, that's his name, right? Jalen Daniels? Mm -hmm. That dude's a baller. But uh, the Texas defense has me really excited. I think they're going to control him pretty well for and the that, most part. That's kind of the most scary OU, like the unknown because if you like any OU fan, they are not happy with how the teams looked. And they are undefeated. I think also undefeated against the spread, right? 
think they're four and zero against with the points. Yes, seventy three zero, sixty six seventeen. Cincy they won by fourteen. They beat SMU by seventeen. But I don't it's know just line. Cincy was, but yeah. I just feel like it's that unknown, weird version of OU that comes in against like a what I assume will be an undefeated Texas at that point, and it's like, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. OU in recent history has done a great job of just absolutely pummeling really bad teams, and it gives everyone like a almost a false sense of like, oh, this is a really good football team. They might be really good. I, I just don't know yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. I don't know who they play this week, but we'll definitely find out. Iowa State at home. Yeah. See, we, we won't know anything until they play Texas. Iowa State stinks. So we'll find Could out. Could be in the weeks. nail in the coffin. Uh, what do we? Oh, we gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta talk. Ryan Day. Stock up. Dan Landing. Stock down. Ryan Day. <laughs> they made has nothing to do with in-game management or anything like that. I'm just saying that. Uh, that uh, post game, that was something. I, I so I saw that, and my immediate my immediate thought is he talking about like Lou Holtz Jr. or something. I, I didn't know Lou Holtz <laughs> Skip was. Holtz or I legit didn't think he was still alive. He's alive. I don't know if he's well, but I, he is alive. I was like, oh my gosh, is he talking about it like a dead man's like dying words? Like, what are you what are you doing here? But I, I guess he's alive. Did not know that. But either way, he's probably senile at this point. Don't don't drag Lou Holtz into this, man. You just want a football game. Why why is he on your mind right now? That was bizarre, wasn't it? How often do you think old. about Lou Holtz? <laughs> Last time he was on TV, <laughs> and then apparently I thought he was dead. So, uh, okay. Um, Ohio State. I guess you get you get credit. Like this was the game that uh, you know game of the week. Blah blah blah. Highest ranked teams ever playing Notre Dame. Tremendous crowd. Atmosphere looked electric. It looked to be the signature win for Marcus Freeman for Notre Dame. Young coach uh, there, I think, third year maybe uh, for them. This would have been huge for them. They had a quarterback sorted out. Their team was playing well, controlled the game, kind of had a major F up on the final play, giving up essentially a walk-off touchdown run, which you don't see very often. Like, the play before that, had that been the final play, this would have been like one of the most tremendous endings that you could see of being stopped right on the one yard line, time running out, or uh, getting close to being what the Titans Rams Super Bowl, uh, Dyson reaching over the goal line. Like that kind of finished a game, I think is awesome. Seeing a goal line stand being online was a tremendous way to end this game. It kind of took away from it to find out that Notre Dame only had 10 people on the field. Two times yeah, before two and after the timeout. Yeah. And your coach is the like the defensive mind of the team. And I get it. Bullets are flying. I'm not here to judge, you know, the players on the field or whatever. They did establish, like, in hindsight, we should have probably had a signal to jump off sides or somehow drew a penalty. I I don't think they had a timeout. They must not have had a timeout because they couldn't have stopped the clock. They, they couldn't have stopped it. But you got to do something, man. You absolutely got to do something that would otherwise uh, keep that from happening if you know. I get it. You don't know. But if you know. Having said all that, <laughs> all that excitement is wiped away by just for men bearded Ryan Day after the fact screaming at a reporter about Lou fucking Holtz. 
It was very, nobody uh, even knew what he was talking about in the moment. Like that's the weird part. Like nobody saw these comments. Uh, yeah. Uh, KJ, I, I don't mean to, um, shoot you down here, but he did appear on the Pat McAfee show and he did issue those comments there. Lou Holtz. You weren't watching Mac. Yeah. Lou Holtz was on McAfee, which I did not know about. Uh, he said, you look at coach day. And I coached at Ohio State under Woody Hayes. We won the national championship. I'm proud of that. However, he has lost to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan twice. And everybody that beats him does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame will take that same approach. Which is more of a shot against Ryan Day. So he did the the Dion, the Dabo, and he, he made it about himself there also. You're going after my players is like what he said, like saying my, my – team isn't tough or they don't play hard. Like I get that being an insult. We should note Lou Holtz, like is famously a Notre Dame head coach, like historic level head coach for Notre Dame. He brings up having coached at Ohio state, which I think is phenomenal shit talking by being like, I know both sides here, but no disrespect to Pat McAfee. It was like a four hour show. Nobody was painting (laughs) the walls with Lou Holtz's words. (laughs) except for Ryan day. And it's okay to tell your team that and get them hype on it. Why would you scream at the reporter about that? How Why many, not just tweet that out when you get to the locker room? How many kids on Ohio state are familiar with uh, Lou Holtz and his body of work? None. Zero. None. There is nobody. They might know the name, might know the whole yeah, his, name. His players are at home watching like highlights from the game. Like what, who's coach even talking about? Yeah, it was Lou weird. Holtz texting each other like what was that <laughs> what was that um he's definitely not the six flags guy you're telling me that's not a win <laughs> okay. um did you see we're stealing tridents down in san marcus this was beautiful probably the highlight of social media on saturday up until ryan day the cats the bob cats uh disappointed me on my big boy stack by uh you know half a point that's okay what matters is they were in a 17-0 hole, and then um, the student section somehow got a hold of Nevada's uh, turnover trident, which is, okay, I'm not, look, if we're going to do turnover bits, I don't hate the trident, right? What's their mascot? But you're the wolf pack. Yeah. You've never seen a wolf just running around the trident? That's pretty sick, no? I, no, I haven't. It would be sick if it could be <laughs> a thing. So was it thrown? What happened with the trident? No, they just... They just stole it. They just saw it there, and I don't know how it got up to the student section, but somebody picked it up, and then they were just passing around the student section. <laughs> That's kind of great. It's it is great, and it's Sam Marcus is you know, it's a it's Texas State is not regarded as a high an institute of higher learning. It is a what is known commonly <laughs> as a party school, and it fits the bill. And the cats come back after that, and they just shut down Nevada, and they're three and one. Um, it's a fun. But there was a tweet that. Sorry, I was going to say, there was a tweet that made that went viral that made everybody think that a band member had thrown the Trident at a player. Yes. And Nevada had not scored since then. The score was now 35-17 or whatever at the moment. Tweet, And that's what blew up. Correct. Like, and the accusation was- that a band member had thrown the Trident and then video of like the most apathetic band member ever getting walked off by two security guards with to his like Hayes County Jail. <laughs> or his fucking two. I don't even know what it was. This, some brass instrument. With the story kind of got away a little bit. I mean, it sounded like <laughs> someone got stuck in the leg with a trident, and he's going to yes. be out for you know the rest of the season. But <laughs> yeah, um, look, 
Probably not even a real tread. No, you got you to think that they... Uh, Cardboard or something. Yeah. <laughs> probably got it from a, you know, a, a Halloween costume. They probably went down to Spirit Halloween. They're open now. There's probably one near you. Used to be a Barnes & Noble. Now it's not. Um, now it's a Halloween shop, seasonal. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's perfect Texas State. Uh, I'm really happy. I, I would have gone to the – I honestly would have gone to the game had it not been just summer Texas weather. I'm waiting I'm waiting for a cool night because, yes, I am an old man. 104 degrees in San Marcos the other day. Yeah, we're not what doing that. What are y'all that. doing? I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to get swamp <laughs> ass as an alum. The band guy was like – or the band member was just wearing a T-shirt and sh- like gym shorts. And I'm like, I fully respect it. They're like, fuck uniforms today. It's too hot for that shit. <laughs> um, only thing I want to say about Utah. There's, a couple, there's a couple of things. Uh, Utah's undefeated. Utah played again without Cam Rising. And they, it was one of the most like sad offensive games ever. But their defense is good enough to shut down UCLA. A ranked UCLA team, a good UCLA team came in there and did nothing. Um, when they get cam rising back, dude, they're going to, I'm telling you, I know you guys aren't like against this, what I'm saying. I don't know why I'm, I'm phrasing it this way, but they're going to be very fun. They're going to be fun. Granted RB one playing through an ankle injury went out early in the game. I think his name is Jaquindon Jackson, but they're playing with a backup quarterback, their backup running back. Who's really good. Also, um, they get cam back for conference play. It's going to be very, very interesting. Very interesting. That's all I'm saying. Pac-12 is tough, man. It's so fun. It's they're going out with a bang. Yeah. Did you watch any USC? Anybody? Either of y'all? Yes, a little bit. Uh, Caleb. The team is Caleb Williams at this point. That team goes as he goes. I think they have a couple losses ahead on their schedule for sure. It's a good football team, but I don't think they're a top ten team. I think next week will be. Less next week, Colorado and USC play. You'll hear about it, I'm sure. I think it'll be much more entertaining because, as Dylan just mentioned, USC is not as well balanced. They have some stars at wide receiver and some skill positions. They've got good players, more depth than Colorado, surely. But uh, I hope that we luck out and for some reason get a miniature version of the um, Pat Mahomes Baker Mayfield game. Where like defenses just have a terrible day, like they're not going to have Travis um, Hunter back, so I doubt this will happen. But like, it would be fun to get a shootout because I think Caleb Williams will. I, I think he's a ridiculous talent in that, not just in that system, but like, well, that is emphasized by that system. It'll be fun, fun to see. Agree. Um, my last note. I should have brought this up a minute ago, but um, I don't know if you saw during the Texas game that Dave Aranda, the cerebral, very uh, intelligent, uniquely um, motivating Dave Aranda, showed his team clips from the 1974 Francis Ford Coppola Oscar-winning film The Godfather uh, for motivation. Which scene did he show? Um, If you're thinking like uh, the Michael execution scene, um, Michael, ex- the the executing the police captain and um, Salazzo. Uh No, not that. It was like something about Michael, like something about Michael plotting on his enemies and like realizing it's it was some meta concept from The Godfather. And I'm like, dude, this 
Show him John Wick. Show him Extraction Two. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing Texas, dude. Like this is gonna be. This is probably the toughest game you're gonna play this year. What if we don't show him? Like The Godfather is like the ultimate slow burn movie. It is a. It is a very much uh, like a like border. Was it three hour movie? Feels like it, and I don't. I just don't know. He didn't show him the whole thing; it just clips. But still, I thought that was preposterous. How else are your players going to know uh, the joy of Clemenza's meatballs? That's a great point. That's a great. You never know. You might be cooking for fifty men one day. He said. Um, anything else in college football you want to touch on? Nope. Season is delivering. I'm excited. You know what I'm excited about? Please tell me Rocket Money. Saving money with Rocket Money. <sighs> Discovering subscriptions that I'd completely forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Rocket Money. Um, You ever just uh, subscribe to something and you're like, yeah, and then you're like, I'm going to cancel that like next month. And then you forget about it. And then six months later, you're like, oh, dang it. This happened with me. Uh, what's the the PlayStation uh, thing that you pay for that, that monthly access? Parks wanted to play a game, and I couldn't get to it without paying this deal. And I, it ran for like eight months. And he played it once, I think. What a joke, man! <laughs> Thank goodness for Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over eighty percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about. And chances are you're one of them. Dylan is. KJ is. I am. We've all been there. Pretty much everyone. You're Pre like leaving money on the, on the table if you don't at least see what's going on. See what's what. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you and for any you don't want to pay for anymore. Just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. It's a very, very helpful feature. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com bang. That's rocketmoney.com bang. Rocketmoney.com bang. I don't know why. I was just trying it out a different voice there for emphasis. Quick uh, quick reroute, I will quickly mention and own SMU peed down their leg in Fort Worth, lost the iron skillet to TCU. Ugly game. Chad Moore, or Chandler Morris, who I said is not a better quarterback than Preston Stone. I still don't think so, but he delivered. He had played a tremendous game. SMU called a bad game. Uh, Should have ran the ball more in the second half, blah, blah, blah. Didn't make big plays in the second half defensively. The end. Big of you All to admit, it. KJ. That is big of you. I, I figured it'd be suspicious if I just had zero mention of SMU losing uh, as I watched every moment of it. And it just wasn't great. Yeah. All right. But you did land a big quarterback commit. So we did get a four star out of Duncanville. It's just getting silly at this point. Shut top, out. Top 10, 2025 class. Hmm? Huh. Huh. Um, Good. We could do some professional football now if you'd like. I don't really. I don't think anybody here really wants to talk about it too much. But we can. We owe it to our fans. How about this? I'd be remiss to not mention that the Jacksonville Jaguars pissed down their leg in playing the hey, Houston Texans. <laughs> can you tell me? Uh, I'm going to make it about me real quick. 
I, dr- yeah. I definitely thought I was getting a great pick with tra- with Trevor Lawrence as my QB one. You and I one. both. I'm like, dude, they're going to a- – I thought y'all were going to the AFC title game, and I know it's very early. But they – the offense has not looked good at all. What's going on in Jacksonville? I can't speak as extensively to yesterday, but their red zone conversion percentage is like bottom five in the league right now, and I think that will change. They're in a weird position where they've got more tools than I think they're used to having. And I would almost say more tools than maybe Doug Peterson has previously had on teams. Having Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, not that these are like exceptional players on a league level, but in terms of tools within an offense and who to like lean on. You saw this with CeeDee Lamb, what was that, two years ago? Like in the Dallas offense, they had a lot of weapons. They didn't know how to properly distribute the ball in order to find stars and make plays when they need it. Evan Ingram's had a resurgence of his career. Travis Etienne's productive. They've got a lot of good players and a quarterback who I don't think is dominant enough within the locker room or on the field from like a leadership standpoint to execute the plays to like get the ball to where it needs to go. Not who like is demanding the ball. That's where they're suffering. I think they're still a good team. They haven't suffered a ton of big injuries that are like holding them back. They'll be fine. Defensively, that was embarrassing. C.J. Stroud might just be good, as you're about to say. He looks pretty – he's the most competent rookie quarterback going right now, right? And it's not really close. Um, Yeah, I I watched a lot of that game because, I don't know, I didn't want to watch Bluey. So I had my laptop open, and that's one of the games that we got. Uh, And, yeah, I got to say, C.J. Stroud's good. Uh, and it's just very, very puzzling um, about the Jags. But you mentioned uh, red zone woes, and I guess we have to talk Cowboys. Uh, we would be remiss if we did not uh, <laughs> discuss their red zone opportunities. Uh, absolutely squandered. And, and yeah, that's the story. I mean, it's always going to come down to the quarterback. But the defense got punched in the mouth on the ground, and that's really concerning because, <laughs> uh, you know, we're ready to – crown them and yeah you lost digs but you're like okay well we're deep at that position we can we'll make it work it's fine you know that's gonna hurt us but we'll make it work uh you just you don't want to see your your d-line and your linebackers get their doors blown off like that i gave up what 180 yards in the first half something crazy yeah no offense to you know josh dobbs and the arizona cardinals but that's just a game that you you can't let get away from you like that. That was bad. It was really really bad. The red zone offense is abysmal. I don't know if it's play calling or I I don't know what's going on. Dak just, just doesn't seem to be seeing the field well down there. Uh, that and that last interception was as ugly as interception as you're going to see at that level. It was almost like he he thought that linebacker was on his team. It was just really bad. He said he saw a window. He thought it was a tight window, but yeah. And also that was third down. It wasn't like a a fourth down. Like I got to throw this ball, like live to fight another day, obviously. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I don't, the, the red zone thing kind of was a problem last week too uh, against the jets. But you know, it was like, well, when you're up and your defense is, smothering this other team yeah you're gonna settle for field goals that's okay so i didn't think it was that big of a deal some of my sports my dallas sports leaders were like it's not a big deal of course i'm talking about sports sturm shout out to bob 
But I was like, whatever, you know, they'll they'll figure it out. And uh, yeah, it's two weeks in a row. It has not been good. Mm. Hey, I, you raised your hand, I don't hand, like KJ. relish the... Yeah, well, I was saying I was one of the people screaming about like, hey, you've got to finish these drives. Uh, you took what you had. You took what you needed to in the first two games. Like, I, I don't think the Cowboys are a bad team. This is not one of the games that I was like, I could see them losing four games in the first, like, you know, the next eight games. This was not one of them. I don't know how you explain James Conner looking like rookie year James Conner behind the Steelers line. Like the Cardinals are respectable from a, an offensive line standpoint. Humphreys played his butt off at left tackle for them. Uh, Micah still got his. Demarcus Lawrence was effective some, but like the lack of defensive tackles, like, Splash plays, which you've had in the first two games. You've seen Odigi Zoo. Uh, I'm going to screw his name up. You, had you know what I mean. You've, you've seen uh, the defense tackles making big plays as a compliment to their DNs. And you haven't asked one question about the linebackers. Yeah. Not to pull back the curtain too much. Dave, like sent a message to a group text saying Vander Ash played terribly or has been playing terribly. And I like, reflexively came to his defense of like, you're okay. I don't expect any middle linebacker in the league to keep up with a four, two, nine Rondell Moore when he has a huge gap. That one was an exception. There were like four examples after that, where he was just nowhere. He looks slow where you want him to be, which he is. It, slow. it looked terrible. Which, yeah. Um, yeah, he's slow. What scares me. And I, I this should look slow. Who? Stefan Gilmore looks slow in a couple plays, yeah. mostly crossers that were meant to expose him from like an alignment, and like coverage standpoint. It's, ter- it's difficult Dude. to sprint across the field from one side to the other, covering like a crossing route. I get it, but he was nowhere close. We just got your high def hand. Yeah. The way you put it there, it was, it was shocking. It looks yeah. so high def. Oh, my, did my camera refocus? Sorry yeah. about that. No, it's all right. Uh, uh, dude, Dak, Dak yeah. looks slow as hell. It's, it's, Dak he was ran his, a lot yesterday. Did it not seem like somebody told him to run more and he did? Yeah, and it looked like after a couple of those he regretted it because he was they were not playing around with him, man. And he just doesn't I mean, he look, he's he's at his best when his feet are an option. Um, I think that goes back to his his what? Like running. I don't know. I don't know. I was I, I was trying to make it H in my head. I was also gonna say he's at his best when his sleep number is correct, but correct. Go ahead. Okay, I thought you were going to make a feet it's finder stupid. joke. Shout out to oh, our good friend. I was friends. going for it. <laughs> um, I was just saying, he's fucking slow. And it's it's sad to see. It's like, oh, man. I mean, I know his foot was like put on sideways a couple years ago, and then he had the calf thing. <laughs> I thought I thought he might do some speed training in the offseason. It might, might look a little bit more versatile. And that just has not been the case. That being said, don't buy your Super Bowl tickets one quite yet. Still in boys. One game. It's hey, one game. It would. I would hate to be San Francisco right now and just looking awesome, peaking at the wrong time. There, there you go, Dave. Way too early to peak. What are they doing? What about the Dolphins? Mm. I made some half-ass like supportive. Oh my gosh, they're an excellent offense to watch last week. I'm not at all saying I expected this because I think in the same sentence, I defended like what the Broncos could be. <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> That's I, some of those 
it's a creative offense. I mean, it's I think the goal of that offense got get the ball into your playmaker's hands as quickly as possible and just let them do their thing, and they did. Uh, Seventy points, unbelievable. Uh, I forgot which show I was watching this morning, or else I would give credit for it. But uh, I did find the article. So NFL Next Gen Stats. No, they record the speed of of ball carriers throughout all the games, right? And they keep a list of like who's fastest. I'm read off the names of the fastest ball carriers so far this season. Uh, we have uh, Devin A. Chain. Tyreek Hill, this is one through five. Raheem Mostert, then again, Tyreek Hill again, and then Devin A. Chain again. Those are the five fastest like carries of the ball so far this season, and they're all teammates. They all play for the Dolphins. And Jalen Waddle was out. He was also one of the faster guys in the league. They have unbelievable speed on that team, and Tua is just throwing the ball around the yard. It's fun to watch. 70 points. And they could have had more at the end if they wanted to, but they took the foot off the gas. Yeah, they're they're pretty scary. I guess um, the big question with Miami will be: Can Tua stay healthy? Um, but even if he can't, who's backing up him? Who's Tua's backup? I know it's very very mm. ominous and premature to like start thinking about that, but <laughs> given the history, I feel like it's uh, it's yeah. somewhat warranted. Fair question. I'll but, give it to you. Mike White, uh, former uh, New York Jet. Ah. Who the Jets wanted to, uh, or Jets fans wanted to stay starting over uh, Zach Wilson at the end of last year. And then Skylar right. Thompson, former Kansas State Wildcat. Oh, I didn't know he was still around. Good for him. Uh, guys, are the Broncos in trouble? <laughs> Did you think uh, going into Sunday it was possible? To have the worst weekend as a defensive coordinator and not be named Allen Williams. Worst week of a defense coordinator in the NFL, not be named Allen Williams. Do we know anything else? <laughs> I know Randy's not paying attention to it. Official line is that he was fired or he was forced to resign due to inappropriate activity is the quote. No details have been additionally released. So maybe the internet wasn't all that wrong. Okay. McAfee's the one who's like on the hook, still saying his sources say the guy's house was raided and all these things. So, but not by peanut Tillman, not by peanut Tillman. That, that part we do now. What a, what a ridiculous uh, thing to throw out there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yes, the Broncos stink and it's unbelievable. And it's Vance Joseph being the name of the deep coordinator. I forgot to like put a pin in that, that, uh, statement. Yeah, Sean Payton's getting it, getting dragged, man. It's tough. It's a tough time for Team Payton. Gonna happen to a better guy. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> after those comments, uh, the the Hackett comments preseason, this it looks real, real silly. Yeah, well, it's also the bounty uh, program that he had true. installed. Yeah, kill the head. In Twenty years. <laughs> kill the head, KJ is what they said. This Yeesh. guy. Come on, man. They let it go. It was a long time yeah, ago. He got, he got rattled in the post Won't forgive the Saudis. Won't, won't forgive Greg Williams. Won't, not, won't let anything go, this guy. <laughs> um, uh, Bears stink. Sorry, Randy. Um, KJ, you want to give any, um, I don't know. Oh, I, how do we do this any? whole thing without going here? No, let's talk, man. KJ, let's let's talk, man. Spill the tea on what do you think's going on in Kansas City with the hottest new couple, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? 
who do you feel, who do you think like is really kicking themselves here? Because number one on my list, the Netflix quarterbacks documentary, mm. you know, they're like, what the hell? <laughs> How do we miss this by a year? Like, oh, don't they have a, I guess, tin foil hat? Like, doesn't Taylor Swift have like a Netflix thing coming out? Or is that going to theaters? Doesn't matter either way. No idea. You know more than you I do. You gotta it think like. producers of the Netflix quarterback documentary really wish they could have had some, uh, some footage of Taylor Swift for like four episodes last year. Like, that would have been great. Otherwise, I'm, I don't know. I, um, I enjoy the Swifties discovering the mascot and the chop. I love that thread here. <laughs> Did she do the chop? She didn't. I we, think she'll do it on stage. She'll lead. She'll lead an heiress to her concert of the chant. How about that? There's no way. There's <laughs> she's sta- steered so clear of that. Um, I will say, thumbs up. Uh, shout out to Pfizer. Who um, I don't know if you saw the um, <laughs> good timing. Yeah, they're they're having Travis Travis helping uh, roll out the vax the booster, and now he just happens to be linked to the most high profile woman in entertainment, which is interesting. Um, I'm not making any connections there. That's where I'm leaving. I'm just pointing out that that's a great return on investment from what they got with Travis Kelsey. That's all. It's just it's wild how much attention this got. It, it was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's wild. She it is, is she is quite the name at the moment to get this much attention. Will went viral twice. Yeah. Check out too much dip's Instagram. We just tried to capitalize on it. Is it vir- is that viral yet? We should have done it yesterday. That's yeah. on that's on me. Hand up, that's on me. I didn't I didn't think about I, posting um, yesterday. I've got to give uh Will credit. Somebody mentioned like, hey, Will might go viral with this tweet in the group text. I go to look and, you know, give the retweet to whichever tweet it was. And I went to the wrong one and realized there was one that it already had like, I did the same thing, 10 times the mind amount of exposure. And I'm like, not saying I was responsible for bumping that next one to the next level, but you know, wasn't there before that. Yeah. The Jackson <laughs> Mahomes tweet was, was preposterously funny. So shout out to him. Uh, any other notes from the NFL you guys want to touch on? I don't think so. Um, April 2nd, Taylor Swift, Dolly Parton, donate to fight COVID. Uh, yeah, you know. Interesting. Okay. For the podcast that goes there. <laughs> hey, guys. Follow the money. I got some great news for you. And I'm not talking to anybody in particular. I'm talking to everybody. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. We've partnered with Nutrafol, Dylan. We're all fans of Nutrafol, the holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. I've been taking it consistently for uh, probably a year and a half now. And uh, A, I've noticed a difference in the thickness of my hair, which very happy to see. I'm down with that thickness. Uh, B, it, it promotes whole body wellness. I absolutely feel it. I'm more energetic. Uh, I feel a little bit more, uh, I don't know, vibrant, mm-hmm. I would say, in certain departments. Unbelievable. I love this stuff. Yeah, that's right. I'm implying what you think I'm implying. Look, Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics, Dylan. 
to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical-grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code DIP to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code DIP. KJ, break down the Ryder Cup. Let's go. I'm all over it. I was just looking into the odds, trying to figure out uh, where I might sprinkle uh, some units this week. Happy to report to you good folks that uh, those Americans are slightly favored this year. Bet you wouldn't have guessed it, given mm. how hot Tommy Fleetwood has been playing, uh, as well as John Rahm's continued dominance on the international stage. It sounds like you're reading this. <laughs> Straight up. I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. It's just It's just really coming out of the brain uh, here. How do you feel for Keegan Bradley? Got to really uh, feel like it was a gut punch not to be included on the uh, roster. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Did the Saudis buy a seat or no? Go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about Keegan Bradley. Come on, man. I just want to see the boys go over to Europe and take one home. Um. You know, we just tied the Solheim Cup. I'm sure you are aware. The Solheim Cup, uh, the ladies' version of the Ryder Cup. That might be a, a interesting way to put it. But still, um, it was a tie. So Europe retained the cup. Something I hate. I don't like the retain the cup because you it ended in a tie. I don't think anybody likes that. Somebody's got to take that bitch home, right? Let's take the cup home one way or the other. Anyway, we don't win in Europe. That just doesn't happen. Um. I was talking to Brett this morning. This Ryder Cup did kind of sneak up on us. Even though we did cover it a couple weeks ago, I feel like yeah. the lead-up to it hasn't been as crazy. And we're also with some of the most polarizing uh, Euros. No Sergio. No Poults. So No Poults? No Poults. Why the heck not? He's not very good. That guy's a killer at these <laughs> events, man. And he's a live guy. Yeah, I think they, they went no live. They went no live. We've got Brooks, of course, who... Um, what do you guys think of the bit that the American players are doing? The the mullet bit where we're doing we're doing the crazy hair, shaving USA into the side. That's so like 2021, isn't it? It does feel a little dated, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say it's akin to I don't know, bleaching your hair blonde for playoffs, somewhere along those lines. Um it's very I forgot. It's very Probably. show up for a bachelor party uh weekend where you're playing golf and you're wearing like, you know, cut off jorts. And you got, uh, you know, pit vipers on and your stupid-ass mullet. You're like that guy. It's like something Randy would do. It's like, all right, man, you're <laughs> you're so zany. We get it. Anyway. Randy's definitely done that. You yeah. can tell. He won't even talk. Uh, I will ask this question, though. Um, am I going to have to deal with the, like, just pure asinine tweets about people who are really savoring the uh, midnight tee-offs 
and rounds that will be going to about 6 a.m. Central time beginning, uh, what, Friday, Thursday, Friday? I guess it starts this week. So, but yeah, beginning Thursday, Friday, really? Yes. You're going to hear people call themselves sickos a lot and be like, dude, I'm a golf sicko, dude. I fucking stayed up and watched it. That's how crazy I am. You're going to hear a lot of that and see a lot of that. Move over, Pac-12 after dark. Something else. Tweet. Send. Are you more excited for foursomes <laughs> or four balls? First of 14 and a half, like I told you. That's all that really matters here. Whatever team may or may not have to get to 14 and a half points, I'm pretty sure that's what the rules explainer I saw said. That's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I, I say this every single time we deal with match play. Uh, as somebody who uh, appreciates and will miss the Dell match play in Austin, the Ryder Cup approach here, the scoring just needs to be like simplified for, for public. They need to do better with making this an approachable event because I go into the week and I'm like, Hey, all in on the rosters. I'm glancing at the schedules Friday rolls around and I've got to look at such and such two up, two down and a half through three. <laughs> They're done. Like it's an, an entirely unfollowable, like without watching every moment, which it ain't going to happen here. Are you um, Dylan? Are you pretty stoked for, Captain uh, Captain Zach Johnson's pregame. Yeah, can they get a camera in the locker room? Do you think that'll get yeah. leaked? What what video? What movie clip is uh, Zach Johnson <laughs> going to show the boys? Oh man, he's going to do something loco. Like he's going to do uh, I don't know, maybe like John Leguizamo in the past. He's going to go super corny. He's going to go like miracle. He'll do no. That's that's absolutely right. I was thinking yeah. like if he's going humor, he'll do like what's the Anchorman. <laughs> He's like, we just want to, we want to get the boys laughing. Is he going mullet? He can't. He's, okay. He's, yeah. I don't think he has the, the he, lettuce for it. The dome to support that. <laughs> I don't think he does, but he. It's pretty evident that he had something done to his hair. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> the thought of him going full on shag is pretty hilarious. Um, but that I would be nice. Both of you. To uh, venture over to RyderCup.com slash US-team. I'm looking at like it. Like, if you view the rosters, he is the featured photo, like, and it's all his face. It's hard not to see. We're so in uh, trouble. They really should have recentered this photo. <laughs> they had plenty of real estate towards the forehead area to list US team, like, somewhere else in the picture. Um, to answer D- uh, Dylan's question, I think he goes with, I don't know, like, something like Man on Fire. Like the uh, the swim training montage where he's like firing off a gun or whatever, clapping loud and scaring the hell out of Dakota Fanning to jump in the water and swim faster. I think that's what he's going with. Something that'll really land home. You know, he's an Iowa football fan. So I don't know if there's any um, anything from Iowa football recently that could you could throw up there that would really get you going. Uh, we will get to Iowa later this year because uh, we've not talked enough about uh, their OC, um, Kirk Ferentz's son, having an uh, obligation to get the team average over 25 points a game. And he was on that well on the way until they got blown out this weekend. So we'll get back there. Uh, predictions. How are we feeling? Confidence level? I don't feel great about this one. Uh, I feel like a lot of the Euros are playing well. It's in Europe. The whole it got it, things are trending that way. Marco Simone, just outside of Rome. That's the course they're playing. 
That's sick. Mm, watch it out is. for pickpockets. That's sick. You talk about, dude, this is a big weekend for men. You know, men love the Roman Empire. Men also love the Ryder Cup. Men are just going to be just, dudes are going to be in their goon cave just going brazy. Wow. You did so much there. <laughs> you disagree? No, I just, it. I'm letting the good people at home diagram that sentence. <laughs> I love it. I think you're, I think, look, the, not only the fact that it's in Europe, but the, Europe, the European team is, I, they got, they got Victor Hovland, bro. They got Hove, man. They got my guy. Am I about to, am I about to sneaky be pulling for the Euros? <laughs> I can't do that. You can't do that. I dude. can't go against Zeej. No. He's got, he's made me this, this life, this career that I have is partially uh, based on Zach Johnson. Zeej so. was your guy before Hove was your guy. That's true, man. Can't forget where you came from. That's right. Dance with who brung you. And that person who brought me was Zach Johnson. Yes, <laughs> And we're fucking dancing our little dicks off. Although one of them you like as a bit, the other one you actually just like. I, what are you talking about? Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, KJ? Uh, U.S. I'm sorry. Yeah, U.S., but if, I was, if I'm sprinkling any money, Hovland's still playing at a high level at this point in the year. Uh, I think this will be the event that gives us like some false hope of like over betting on Spieth going into next year's majors. How about that? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's pretty good, pretty good bet. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty stoked for little Brian Harmon. My God. <laughs> don't call him little Brian Harmon. Why? <laughs> I know he's little. You don't have to point that out. He's a wee lad. He's tiny. He's a dog though. Dog. Yeah. He's got game, Dave. Okay. God. He's got the smallest features. Like okay. there's just no confusing. I don't even know his a, a, like official height. Okay, here you go. Five seven. Roy McIlroy's five. That nine. feels generous. He's hella he cute. He makes Harmon look like a younger brother. <laughs> he is hella. Cute. He is hella cute. <laughs> we got Ricky Fowler, who famously got the Olympics logo, the rings tattooed on him. Turn his game around, man. He's, I'm happy for yeah. him. Yeah, I am. I am pro Ricky Fowler. Um. Yeah, cool. Got Strick, vice captain, DL3 vice captain. Fuck yeah, dude. You know what? Am I talking myself into the U.S.? No. No. No, I'm not. Hope I'm wrong, because I love U.S. Americans. We got ourselves a new sponsor, Dylan. New sponsor. Is this a new sponsor alert? This is a new sponsor alert, Dave. Prize Picks. Our good friends at Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in north america the easiest and most exciting way to play dfs that's what i call daily fantasy sports i just like to abbreviate it it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players including pros and sharks you pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports if you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit them uh, in less than 60 seconds. That's very nice. Sometimes if you do these things, you can be looking at it all day. I like a user-friendly platform. Me too. And that's what you got because you know what, Dylan? Prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Um, we were talking earlier. Sneaky good pickup had uh, Jarek McKinnon of those uh, aforementioned Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. It's a pretty good little deal there. Pretty good deal. 
You got any any names you want to throw out there just to keep an eye on? No, but I, I'll I'll touch on how exciting that the daily the daily plays are. Um, you know, fantasy football can can go a couple of different directions throughout the season. You can have your season just absolutely tanked early by injuries, for example. And this will give you some some other ways to get in on the action uh, on a weekly or even daily basis. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Go to prizepicks.com slash bang and use code bang for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash bang. Use code bang for a first deposit match up to $100. Check it out. Our good friends at Prize Picks. Well, we just got to talk ourselves a little baseball, huh? Mm-hmm. Pretty convenient that we hadn't said anything about baseball in two weeks. And what's going on in the standings in the AL West? Have you guys looked? I haven't AL been following. West standings. Oh, let Let's me take a look. It's been a minute. Ooh, it looks like the Rangers are in first place, Dave. By uh, Two and a half games. Pretty healthy margin, especially compared to very recent, like a week ago. They wasn't looking so hot. Can but- I say... We Please did mean to talk baseball last week. We really were going to. Show was like 80 minutes long, and we just did not fit it in. <laughs> but we have to now. Well, we did 60 minutes of... Ole Miss? Robert, Robert Kandice talk. <laughs> Ole Miss coverage. <laughs> Look, we're an SEC mouthpiece. We always have been. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they won their last five. Yes, yeah, Seattle came to town. So where it stood with 10 games Still left... Playing? Seattle coming to town, um, and then you have three games at home with them, and then you finish the – you have a four-game set up in Seattle with them uh, coming up, okay. and you sweep them. And then you have the Royals going to Houston and inexplicably sweeping the Astros, thus putting the uh, the Texas baseball Rangers into first place by two and a half games. Uh, I was honestly just like, all right. Right when you get out, they pull you back in. Uh, yes, godfather. Shot Dave Aranda. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been what he showed him at halftime. Um, thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, it's exciting. Uh, they're getting hot uh, as October approaches, which is what you want to you want to be hot when the playoffs start. Of course, I can't help but wonder how just like limited the like playoff uh, potential is because it have you know starting pitching. Well, bullpen as well, but you got uh, Scherzer that's now out. And of course, Degrom was—we lost him a long time ago. But um, indeed, playoffs is all about pitching. Tonight, you got a little. Uh, I think you have a Astros, Mariners, uh, Verlander on the bump. You're starting to feel it. It's starting to feel like October. And yes, it's a 107 degree heat index here in Texas, but it is nice to see, and it's nice to be playing meaningful baseball. And the AL West has been wild. Um, the Blue Jays, Rangers went up to Toronto seemingly ended their season one four in a row like swept them at home and now the blue jays are all but i think they've got the best odds to make the playoffs yeah the astros starting a three-game series with the mariners today tonight also sets it well for the rangers they're gonna eat each other you know? oh yeah just doing that you're about to make it dirty no you i'm not go ahead. kj i think we've gone uh 67 minutes without making like a horny joke so go ahead dave uh kj oh, he thought about it and then i okay. yeah I've, I've had bad. a couple of terrible ones that I've, I've i've sat on so we're good um i think that um the way that the baseball the mlb playoffs are set up like the rangers have to avoid the wild card game 
Like that's how this would play out is that they would get in, play in the wild wild card game and be out in two game in two nights. Like I'm still cautiously optimistic uh, about how they'll finish the season. You have to love that. Uh, one, two, three, uh, I don't know. Quick look the last like 13 games. They've scored no less than four, six, six runs, basically three times, uh, two, two and four, uh, amongst those, like they are getting runs, put up nine, put up nine, put up 15, six, like going all the way back. The bats are hot. That's what this team was built on. That's what you have to have, um, for this to continue on. It's what they did not have in that absolutely gutting week against the, uh, um, Astros mm. when the Astros put up 13, 14 and 12. I thought they <laughs> and the Rangers think most people did just mm-hmm. like couldn't do anything offensively for like five, six, seven, eight straight days. So the bats are hot. That's what they've got to lean on. Seven straight days on the road is going to be, I don't know. It's going to be weird. You've got a lot of eight o'clock starts, nine o'clock starts central time. Uh, just, just don't stumble in Anaheim Anaheim, and, and you're, you're going to feel a lot better about how those last few games can go. Like if they can build up that lead a little bit more against Anaheim, you'll be better in, 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 in Seattle. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm very, very happy that it's, uh, looking likely that at a minimum we'll be in a wild card series. Uh, we don't do the, we don't do the single game anymore, which I thought the single game sucked. I think we were pretty unanimous. But it's what, it was a, a game much. best of three, right? Yeah. It still gives you like so, that's still a sense of uh, it's a series, obviously. Yeah. And I, I, Rangers are way ahead of schedule as far as like uh, competing. It would have been a, a total dick punch to not make any of it, but I, I would be very happy to see them in that. But um, if we can win a division after being dead and losing the vaunted silver boot series to the Astros, uh, let's fucking go, man. It's very fun. We'll see how far bats. Do you can have any notes you. on? Uh... Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you there. I'm Dylan. You have any notes on Acuna? I don't. I don't have any notes on Acuna. Why? He's very, <laughs> I don't very know good. I'm picking specifically. I didn't want to butcher what he's like up about to do. Uh, specifically, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves, who second year in a row, hundred wins, on track to hit. 40 home runs and steal 40 bases, which I believe would leave him in like a group of two, maybe three, if that, or the only person, I don't know the full stat. That's why I was, yes, I was very timid to give it, but, um, hidden three thirty nine. the dude's just like far and away going to be the, uh, MVP, especially Mm -hmm. with Shohei getting shut down. Um, I don't know why I've always been a little like, out on the Braves. Maybe it's, I don't know. I think something about them having like TBS games, like the whole Turner network, like committed to them. Same reason I was out on like uh Cubs growing up, having WGN like committed to them. I felt like that was just picking a favorite, but the little I have watched of the Braves, which is very little, maybe like two or three games over the last month. That's a fun team to be a fan of right now. So I feel like uh, we had to say something. We'd be complete assholes awesome, to not dude. mention the 101 yeah. team he's, and the MVP. He's a badass. They have reached 100 wins in the regular season, which isn't done too often. That's uh, a really good baseball team. Really, really good. 
Uh, yeah, he will Fifth be. Player he will be your NL MVP, right? Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other forty forty club members include. Did we talk about this on the live stream? Jose Canseco, no. Barry Bonds, A Rod, Alfonso Soriano. Was that it? Was that a Rangers <laughs> year? I don't know. I. Th- Think so. well, it was 2006. Six. Let me, let me, uh... I think that was yeah because A Rod was gone and we got a Fort Soriano after that in that trade. I think. Give me a moment. That might be uh, Chicago. I don't want to. I don't want to upset yeah. our good friends in Chicago. Yeah, the good people. Really good Sorry, Randy. Quickly, like I need it. Sorry, I'm Whatever. not gonna find it quickly. Like we need He's it. He's a forgettable Ranger. He was kind of an a hole, from what I understand. Whatever. <laughs> you guys want to run it back? No party today, unless you guys got some notes you want to. Throw in there. Let's run it back and get out of here. Uh, of course, that's the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Lou Holtz is alive. <laughs> to Dylan's surprise. Spirit <laughs> Halloween is now open for business. Dave is high on Utah, Andrew Quinn and Jackson. Dave tried out a new voice during the Rocket Money read. KJ gave TCU credit for winning the Iron Skillet. Very big of you. Dave chose to watch Jags Texans over Bluey mm-hmm. on Sunday. And finally, Dave bit likes Zeej, but actually likes Hove. In your opinion. And that concludes Run It Back. All right. Fun show. Oh. Nationals. It was on the Nationals. Wow. Really? Wow. One year. Soriano did a year in the Nationals? I guess so. Who knows? Either way, that was the year. Very fun. Very cool. guys. That's a fun fact. Uh, No live stream this week, but we will be back. Next week with a show on Monday and a live stream with a featured guest that will be huge and change the course of this company. <laughs> Until then, bye bye. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game. You better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. It's not good at all.